0: We got soccer, we're going out with the people, he's making fun of me that my baseball uniform wouldn't fit anymore, which is probably true. There's a there's a whole lot of stuff right there, Slee.
1: Okay, so I, I know you got an ego. I'm not I saying it's, it's it's a me. it's a crazy ego, but you have enough of an ego. The fact that you continue to wear your jersey from Santa Barbara <laughs> on our Zoom calls and keep reminding your you were an athlete. You still are an athlete. Your athleticism, well, yes. the fact that you do that every single show, it's getting a little, I don't know. I just, I, I get it the first month, but we're 60-plus <laughs> we're shows in, Trav.
0: I get it dry cleaned every day. I take it, I, the second we're done, I run up to the dry cleaner and I have them uh, do, run it through the chemicals and then they press it and they give it to me back in the little plastic and then uh, I have, it, was I have it, it ready for the next
1: day. Was this a wrinkle? there's a wrinkle run it through hey. again run it through again it's a gaucho
0: uniform for goodness sake little respect little respect no uh if i tried to put on a pair of baseball pants right now a yeah. i don't think they make those that would fit mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. then b if i tried to go back and put on the pants that i wore when i was 23 uh nope not happening <laughs> that is just not an. i the button would go flying across the room like a bullet So, somebody would get injured with that uh, projectile that went off when I tried to button them. You still
1: doing skinny jeans? Is that kind of your thing? Oh, yeah.
0: That's just my normal wardrobe, that's just kind of how I roll. Uh, weekend and weekend. I am, I am excited. I am excited about our LAFC event that's coming up on Saturday night. And, you know, I, I'm a soccer neophyte, so I'm going to be asking, whoever gets in, I need you to be a soccer person because I have a lot of questions that I'm going to be bothering you with during this thing because I want to learn. I want somebody to kind of walk me through this. I'm excited. I've, I've I've been in the bank a few times. It's yeah, yeah. unbelievable. It's just an unbelievable stadium. But I'm really excited to get out and, like you said, just kind of be around the folks.
1: Well, it's, uh, it's kind of interesting, too, because – Look, you and I are not. Even though I did watch, which is kind of a little surprising. here. I watched a lot of soccer this weekend. It's kind of an Good interesting one. weekend in sports. I'm, I'm not kidding. You had literally okay. NBA Finals was probably the least exciting of all the events that went on this weekend. You don't. But, say. You're, but you were talking about. You you don't you don't have to be a soccer fan. Yeah. This no, Saturday sure. at Bank at Bank of America to uh you know enjoy one of LA's best kind of sporting events I guess you could say. So looking forward to that and this will be our first event together where uh yeah. Doing some stuff with the peeps. Can't with the wait people. to do
0: it. So if, if you're not sure exactly what we're talking about, we're hosting LAFC Sweet Night, and you're invited to it. You can win a pair of sweet passes to LAFC against uh, Real Salt Lake. That is Saturday night, the 17th, Bank of California Stadium. The game's at 730. And you can win by participating in Ask Slee. 877-710-ESPN at 940. That's when we do Ask Slee. And if you yep. have one of our best Ask Slees on the phone, you uh, have a chance to win those um, those sweet tickets, so we're going to do that. Or now. we'll
1: sell them forty nine ninety nine a ticket. You could Venmo me directly,
0: and yeah, and Al will autograph it, and it will go down to <laughs> what uh, six bucks a ticket. So that's that's how that's going to go. All right, um, how was your weekend? Other than you watch soccer, did you uh, did you have a good time? Did you get in anything exciting?
1: Nothing crazy. Did a little. Uh... Probably not the best idea. Did some dinner on uh, on Saturday night, like real Saturday night, like 7:30 ish, like wow, around like that where time. I The adults I know. are out. Wow. Where the adults impressive. are out. I, I don't know. The I don't know if, senior <laughs> citizen crew. I don't know if Italian food's uh, the best to do at 7:30 at night, 8 o'clock on a pasta? Saturday. Did you go uh, pasta? You did. I ate more bread than you can possibly. Like I could, I could even <laughs> see the waitress looking at me like. It's hey, too much. L- listen, we got other people that are we got other customers coming in. <laughs> Tomorrow's a Sunday. People are going to come again. So let's slow it down a little bit. Yeah, I had a lot of uh, a lot of good. Let's say there <laughs> a lot of good carbs. A lot of good yep. carbs. And then then you had the sports part of it, which yep. Copa America for anybody who watched that was fantastic. Yeah, the Euro final yesterday. I know this sounds a little crazy, but when you're kind of listen, there weren't that much sports going on. This is this is kind of what happens in the summer here. You start watching some of these other, uh, some of these yeah, other. Yeah, looks.
0: I'm a baseball guy, but at some point you can only watch so much baseball before you need to watch a little, a little something else. Uh, I have a confession to make very quickly about what the you weekend. What um Well, I think you know this, but mm-hmm. so I, I had a busy weekend and I was out of town and on late sa- Friday night, I guess it was late Friday mm-hmm. night. I had not eaten in a while and I said, you know what? You know what I'm going to do? Yep. I was up in Santa Barbara and I said, I'm going, I'm going to In and Out. And and I went through the in and out line at about oh I don't know what it was eight thirty nine o'clock and I went as big as I have gone at in and out in a very long time and it was glorious it made me it was it was almost an emotional experience to eat that much meat cheese and potatoes and and pink lemonade in one sitting it was uh, it was very very therapeutic it was great I loved it
1: you sent me a text here's a photo (laughs) it's just a photo of the menu. Uh, as you're pulling through the drive-through and I just see your rear-view mirror and that's it. That's all I see. And, well, that's and, all that matters. And your exact text, I've earned it that's all you said I've earned
0: it <laughs> I did I did it was good and I loved it and it was uh it was, it was a highlight you know you know day. when
1: people you know when people say they've earned it so somebody might have gone out and said they ran 10 miles right like they they've <laughs> earned that. it like they did something along those lines I got a feeling you weren't you weren't referencing only, what you did from a, a from a cardio perspective or anything <laughs> yeah, no, only, like that
0: only nine and a half miles all right the ESPN radio is presented by Progressive Insurance I'll guess uh appear via the Goodyear hotline let's talk a Little bit about the Dodgers. Let's get right into that because, you know, it's not the mathematical halfway point, but this is the de facto halfway point of the uh, Mm -hmm. Major League Baseball season. The Dodgers are 56 and 35, Mm -hmm. really good. You know, you're 21 games over 500. You've done some really good work. They have the second best record in Major League Baseball, which is really good, but they're also in second place in their own division. They're two games behind the San Francisco Giants. They had to pull one out of their backside. Uh, to win yesterday, scoring yep. six runs in the final two innings of the game. So just real real quickly, the, your takeaway from the first half of the season is what? Because if you just look at the numbers, it's pretty yep. good. But the feeling that I have for this is, yeah, that should have been better than that.
1: That's probably the best way to describe it. A lot of ups and downs, right? Like every time you start thinking, okay, Dodgers are going to go on some type of a run, you kind of sit back, you start scratching your head like, What's going on? Why are, they, why are they losing so much to the Padres? Or then you start even just look at these last few. Let's look at the last eight or nine games. Miami, you lose three or four. Arizona, you know, it's funny. I, I really think this conversation would have been a lot different if they oh don't boy. score six runs yesterday oh in the final no two, question. I mean, just no cause, question. Because now you're all of a sudden you're saying that you lost three or four to Miami, and then you lost two or three against Arizona, who's not the worst team in baseball. They are by far the worst team in baseball, yeah, right? They like, lap the field
0: as worst team in
1: baseball. <laughs> they're dreadful. But let's you know, we'll, we'll stop for a second because I, I don't know if this is. Um, I don't know if you got to be cautious when doing this, but the reality is you're right. The numbers look good. The reality is second best record in Major League Baseball. The reality is they've had injuries. Corey Seeger has missed, you know, obviously a ton of time. And there's a little bit of an update on him. Um, we know the storylines of what's happened to some of their starting pitcher. Uh, start some of their starting pitching. We have no idea what's going to happen with Trevor Bauer. This has not been a regular season, right? Like this is no. – Bellinger has been uh, – you know, I, I know he was out for a lot, but he's been kind of a shadow of what he's been in the past. Mookie Betts just starting to get going now, but it's not like he's played unbelievable baseball. So you kind of walk away saying you know, they're in a good spot, but we – there's the barometer is so high that unless they were just beating everybody by God knows how much – you almost are. You almost feel like they, they've been a little underwhelming, and that's kind of crazy to say with the second-best record of Major it, League it, Baseball. It
0: really is. They're 21 games over, and it feels like, yeah, they're all right. <laughs> I mean, they, they, you, we don't do that very often where you look at a team that has the talent that they have, that has the roster flexibility that they have, that's won the amount of games that they have at 56 and 35, and you go, yeah, it's okay. And that's what that's what it feels like, you know. Uh, Taylor, grab the, the Dave Roberts cut, I, 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 and we don't we don't have to play the whole thing, but I want you to listen to the beginning of this because I think this is a good explanation of of how you feel, Al, of how I feel, and how Dave Roberts feels. Take a listen to this.
1: I, I think good, not great. I, I think.
0: Uh, and, and I think gone and, and I think that's things. it right there. It was it was good, not great, because of all the things that you mentioned. And and here, play here's the whole thing. The it's eleven
1: minutes. Play the whole. No,
0: I'm <laughs> <laughs> it, it it feels like. They've got away with a little bit of something here in the first half, right? And not that they aren't good. It actually, like we talked about a minute ago, it feels like they should have more. But here's, here's what's waiting for them on the other side. Mm-hmm. Cody Bellinger has not been good all season long. Cody Bellinger, for the most part last season, and I know it was a weird year, wasn't very good. He, he, he hit a couple of very big home runs in the playoffs and World Series that kind of said, okay, great, there he is. He mm-hmm. made an unbelievable defensive play right. uh, against the Padres. He, mm-hmm. he was certainly a contributor, so I don't want to make it sound like he wasn't valuable because he was. But the MVP we saw two, three seasons ago, mm-hmm. that guy's gone. They, offensively speaking, that guy and that swing is gone. They need, to, they need him. He, I mean, he's an MVP that's not playing like one. He's batting 167, or excuse me, 176. That's terrible. And I understand that the batting average is not the metric that we use. His slugging percentage is down. His OPS is down. He's just, he's not contributing offensively at all. And then on top of that is a guy that should be doing that. I think that's a big part and something to look at at the second half of the season. That's that's something that is very, very disturbing to me still a great center fielder still a guy that can run the bases really well but he's not getting on base very much mm-hmm. this is a piece that i think looking that we'll get to the pitching in a second but you look at this and it's like dude what what happened because and, and go back to remember spring training pre-pandemic spring training right not the second spring training yep he's like well i'm i'm, I'm tweaking on, i'm working on my swing i want to change a little why hmm. you were the and since that we have not seen the guy that was one of the most dangerous players in baseball. That guy, if they're going to win the World Series again, they're either going to have to get more from other people or they're going to need him to turn back into Cody
1: Bellinger. Yeah, that's it's exactly what I was going to ask you. I was going to say, okay, big picture here, because of how much talent they have, because of how many different players can step up, because at some point, Seeger's going to be back. Is Bellinger. I don't want to, you know, you don't want to put everything on one person's shoulders. Of course, so that's not how baseball works. You're not talking LeBron and the Lakers or something along right. those lines, but does he have to be what what does he have to be you think in order for the Dodgers for you to feel more comfortable that all right this lineup is a much bigger threat with Bellinger just playing decent baseball rather than 176 like you said
0: so if the MVP Cody Bellinger from a few years ago is a 10 okay if that if that version of Cody yeah. Bellinger is a 10 or and this version of Cody Bellinger is a 2 or a 3 mm-hmm. we need Something Somewhere in the middle. Seven, six. Yeah. So, so yeah. Something that he doesn't have to be ten again, but because, they, like you said, Mookie's there, JT's there, Max Muncy's having a monster season. Sure. AJ Pollock is hot. Albert Pujols has chipped in. We'll get to him mm-hmm. in a little bit. I know mm-hmm. that that's something that we want to talk about. Uh, but he can't be a two. If, if he performs at a two, A, I don't even know if you can leave him in the lineup at a two for, for extended periods of time. If he continues to bat well under 200 with no off. It, I'm going to get inside baseball here for 10 seconds. Do it. If you're if you're going to hit under 200, you better be hitting a truckload of home runs. Just mm-hmm. a truckload of them, right? That when you make contact, it better leave. That's not what's happening. He has a he has a handful, but that's not he's not knocking down walls with his power and that's that's not happening. Um then the other part of all this too, Al is their pitching has been fantastic this year. It it really has. The starting pitching has been maybe a little bit less than we thought but still very very good. But what are we talking about? Kershaw down with an elbow or a forearm inflammation. Yep. Trevor Bauer is in legal limbo. We don't know what what's going to happen mm-hmm. with him moving forward and that feels like there is no end in sight to that. That feels like it could be a really long time, maybe for good. I mean, who who knows, right? But May is hurt. Gonsolin pitched yesterday and was just kind of okay again. Mm-hmm. They, that that part of this is a real concern going into the second half.
1: Yeah, that's the one thing. is That was the part coming into the year where you're like, what the hell do you do with this? I mean, how, how are you going to find you, – you can't pick five starters out of this. Okay, you had your right. your three down. But is David Price going to start? By the way, I think Price now will start getting more starts. But that that's, that's I think, the, the, the biggest question in the second half of the season. I, I know their bats, they'll go – 22 runs, and then they had one run who Mookie got in a leadoff uh, yesterday, and then they didn't score again for seven so innings did. or whatever. The game. Yeah. Right, they didn't score for seven innings. So I know there's such an up and down on that part, but the how much of the backbone from a pitching perspective, that's that's my curiosity with this Dodgers team. Just curiosity is just as simple as this. Trev, one of the biggest additions that you brought, arguably the biggest additions in Trevor Bauer, they're still – there's a very big question mark what happens with him moving forward, and that will obviously trickle down to the rest of the team.
0: They're going to need David Price or Tony Gonsolin to figure out a way to pitch five-plus innings, six innings on a regular basis, and so far that feels like a ways away. They're both – David Price has been better than Gonsolin. Don't make any mistake about that. But you can't; those guys can't go three innings, four innings in those starts. Sure. It puts an incredible amount of stress on the bullpen. All right, no stress tonight. Otani in home run derby. What is a success for him? What's a success for baseball when he shows up and tries to hit bombs at Coors Field? That's coming up next. It's Travis and Slee, seven ten ESPN. I think we're okay for now, Slee. I think we're we're going to be here tomorrow, at least as far as I know. So we got at least another day. I feel good
1: about the Saturday. rest of the. I feel good about the rest of the week because they still <laughs> want to use us for Saturday and then right. after gotta the lafc Saturday. then got to get to that and then after that you know everything's a question mark
0: yeah it's it's well it, we're, like they say we're all day to day but aren't we all that's the that's the way that it goes uh, i know that you're uh, super super pumped up for the nba finals let's talk about the most important thing that i saw last night what'd you in see the NBA
1: finals yeah what'd you see
0: david Baktari consumed what looked to be north of 20 ounces of beer in about three seconds did you see that guy hammer that beer down on the
1: sidelines? It was amazing. It's funny. I, I heard you guys talking about that. I remember when who was it? it was Aaron Rodgers and there was somebody else. And again, it was Milwaukee. I it was a it Bucks was game. Well. I think it was Bakhtiari as
0: well. Was it him again? I think so. Yeah, they were competing against each other. It was first Bakhtiari and then you know Aaron Rodgers is right next to him. So then oh the yeah, fans that's what were like, it was. Rodgers, go ahead <laughs> yep. and you know, in true Rodgers fashion, he did. He failed to uh, close the deal. <laughs>
1: Rogers, it took him the equivalent of what to take a normal human being. Like he had to take a couple sips. He stopped. He took a stop. breath. He had to stop. That was the thing, right? You got an old lineman that's you know basically taking this down like nothing. That's not a good. You don't want Vinatieri going up against uh, an old lineman in a in a beer chugging contest. <laughs>
0: yeah. Somebody get Mason Crosby out there to go up against uh, Bakhtiari in the, uh, the the chugging contest. I, I had very mixed mixed feelings because. Look, I'm not going to lie. I can do okay in that category. I can yep. chug a few beers. I, you know, Chris and I at our uh, Travis Ireland golf event, we always chug a, a beer at one hole during the event. And I, I, I How have so, that, does that.
1: Okay, what's the game plan? Is that, is that early on? Is it later? When is that?
0: Well, if I'm being perfectly honest, it's usually yep. once we feel we have the match in the bag. <laughs> so mm-hmm. once once we feel like we've got it locked down, we'll go to the uh, the chugging. So usually around, I don't know, the fourth hole. So something like that, it happens pretty early in the match. Um, but as I'm watching this, I was, I was equal parts like, dude, that is amazing how he can do that. And, and secondly, I think I could hang. And then lastly was, that's like $48 worth of beer that he just poured down his gullet in about yeah. two seconds. I know yeah. he makes NFL money, but arena beers are not cheap, and to chug them like that is aggressive.
1: An arena beer should be treated like a fine <laughs> bourbon. you just really take your time every sip just appreciate that that Coors Light and just oh what a what a natural taste this is because every sip that you take is a dollar (laughs) and (laughs) 48 cents
0: exactly right exactly right all right it's time for some straight talk brought to you by straight talk wireless home run derby tonight yes sir and and I I can't remember. what time is that at five o'clock I think so Um, okay I can't remember the last time that I was excited to see Home Run Derby for a specific reason other than just, hey, it's on. It's kind of, the first round of Home Run Derby is fun. It's when you get into round 68 that you're kind of like, all right, let's, sure. just, let's just put an end to this thing. But Otani, that's a game changer because not only is he unique for all the reasons that we've discussed, he could hit a ball 500 feet tonight. Mm-hmm. Thin air, Colorado. Apparently, when the Angels have gone through Colorado in the past, he has put on such a prodigious display of home run yep. power that mm-hmm. he's hit balls to where we've never seen them before. And that's kind of – I don't care if he wins or not. I just want to see a couple balls fly
1: 500 feet, and that feels like a win. Well, I mean, just – it's kind of funny. Coming into Monday, it, it, you could not find a better if – I, if I said, Trav, give me your top three or four storylines of the first half of the season. Forget the Dodgers. Just baseball in general. Otani is going to come up a couple times right like it's it's not it's not well let me really give this some thought and the fact that Otani is the story for these next couple of days is exactly how it should be the effect, the fact that Otani is um, willing and able to say I want to be a part of the home run Derby I want to be a part of these next two days these really these activities that are just exhibition are not that important Trav, this is going to bring a lot of casual fans to come watch these next couple of days because Otani is bringing casual fans to come watch baseball. And, and that, I think, is you know special in itself. And whatever happens today in the home run derby, yes, would it be great for him to win it? Yes, would it be great to see a couple 500-foot you know home runs? All of that would be great. But it's all icing on the cake for what he's done so far.
0: Yeah, it, it's so... Here's the question, though, Al. Yeah, and and, and I'm curious what the baseball fans think—the Angel fans and Otani fans, and just baseball fans in general. Eight seven 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 ten ESPN. What's a what, what's a successful home run derby for this guy? Because to me, the second somebody wins home run derby, it's forgotten. But before the guys even walked back into the locker room, we forget who has won home run derby. Like yep. I, I, I couldn't tell you who won it last year or the year mm-hmm. before. You know, I could if you said to me, name. I could probably pull a few winners out of thin air, but sure. I don't really know or care who wins, but you do remember the show. I go back to, I think it was 98 or 99, and I was in Boston for the All-Star Weekend Mm -hmm. and Home Run Derby in Fenway Park when Mark McGuire hit a couple of balls that nearly landed on the freeway. And and, and it felt like this, Mark McGuire is the biggest story in baseball coming in. Mm -hmm. He hits these home runs. And they were so prodigious and majestic and long. I have, I know he didn't win the Home Run Derby. I don't care. Mm-hmm. I don't remember who did. That's all I really want for Otani is just a couple of holy blank, did you see that? Mm-hmm. And then it's a win. Whatever happens after that, I don't think it really matters much.
1: Um, I, it, it's interesting because I think when you put it that way, and there is something, there's a the nostalgia too, Mark McGuire at Fenway, right? Yeah. Like there's the – that's that's a – Really cool background, a really cool scene to kind of see it all happen there and take place. I know this is different; this is in Colorado, but I I think Trav, I I think the, I I really do mean this. I I think no matter what happens today, um, and whatever happens at the Home Run Derby, Shohei Otani has has already he sold me. Like, there's nothing Otani needs to do for me to be like, well, now that's even more of a success. But there's something to what you're saying. Can we walk away today with just some? a couple Otani highlights where Center saying, I don't care who the hell won and what happened. We're starting and finishing with Otani. Um, that would that would kind of round up the first half of the season because of he's leading the Major League Baseball in home runs. He's been the storyline for how long now, literally from the start. Trav, remember when the season started, one of the things that you kept mentioning was, I, I feel bad for him because he's not going to get the publicity. It has not been a lack of publicity because no. of what he's done.
0: No, he's been. He's getting. I mean, I'm looking at it right now on TV, and they just finished up talking about him again. It's publicity is one thing, and he's getting that. No, no question about it. But winning is another thing. And the Angels have been playing better for the last week or two. They've been playing a lot better, so they're kind of putting themselves back into the mix. We'll see what happens. But here, there was a moment over the weekend that I thought okay. was awesome. Mm-hmm. They're up in Seattle, and he gets called out on a on a called strike. It's bad call, but the mm-hmm. the ball was way off the plate. Mm-hmm. Um, and Instead of you know, chirping at the umpire and, and you know getting himself thrown out, yep. yeah, it was, mm-hmm. he kind of looks back at the guy and takes his hand and waves at him like, "No, nah, bro." Like mm-hmm. just he d- doesn't say a word, but just shakes his hand like, "No, that's not going to work." And it was like a moment, Al, because in that moment, you knew that he knew, dude. I'm Shohei Otani. I don't know who you are back there with the mask on and the blue shirt, but you do understand that 98% of the people that are here are here to see me. You can't do that to me. I, I I am important now. I am the guy that people are here to see, and he has such magnetism. He has such star power, and he did it in such a subtle way, just a no, 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 no. no. I absolutely loved it, and it became – it was that moment it's like, Oh, he gets it now. Like he gets to tell the umpire, "You don't get to hose me." Bad calls happen, but you better not do it to me. I'm the biggest guy in this whole building. I'm well, lucky. and
1: the and the ball was how far off the plate. You know, like it wasn't even close. And and I I did love that he, yeah, kind of. You're right. Kind of made sure that that ump knew. Yeah, that that was way off as he kind of walked over. But you know, you know what's interesting, Trav? Like, star players. I'm, I'm going to use this as an example. Connor McGregor over the weekend, yeah. right? Runs his mouth. That's kind of how I'm not saying that he's. I'm I'm not I'm not a UFC professional here, but I know Conor McGregor because he's an unbelievable fighter, but he runs his mouth. That's part of his brand. Yeah. Um, LeBron James, an unbelievable, one of the greatest athletes. All, but LeBron James also he's in front of a microphone. He Otani is so unique that we are so caught up in Shohei Otani. And I don't I don't remember the last time that I've you know sat back and listened to a five minute interview with Otani. And Otani's not somebody who's running his mouth. Otani is just literally coming to the plate. He's so unique. The fact that he pitches and he hits, what he's doing, his performance on the field, is what has kind of drawn everybody towards him. But there's also there's kind of maybe maybe this mysteriousness because you don't know him you don't hear him on a night in night out basis you're not hearing long extended interviews with him that's part of the allure with Otani
0: for sure there's a we there's just there's nothing I don't want to say there's nothing there because there's endless things there but we don't he you know he doesn't speak English or doesn't speak it well none of us speak Japanese at all so I you and then when you by the time you get it translated in the in the paper online or whatever it's it's kind of like gone but he just has this presence, this does have magnetism, a presence. Yep. this this unbelievable star power. And, and here's the other thing that he does, and this is – I'm not comparing these two guys, but the other person that I've seen that was really good at this, and one of the reasons that I think he, not only was he one of the most popular uh, athletes of his era, but continues to be one of the most popular people here in this town, is Magic Johnson. Magic Johnson played with such incredible joy, not mm-hmm. and, and ruthlessly competitive – and would absolutely do whatever it takes to win, but Magic played with a smile on his face. He played happy. He played mm-hmm. that he was out there, and you could tell Magic loved playing basketball. Same kind of thing with Otani. Otani looks like he's having fun. Mike Trout is a great player, and Mike Trout is out there doing things that we really haven't seen very often, And he's, but it, it just feels like Mike Trout's out there because I was born to do this. I am mm-hmm. a baseball player, and this is what I do, and I'm awesome, and I'm going to the Hall of Fame, and, and Otani's like almost... Can you believe this? this is, how, how cool is this? Did you see how far I hit that? Did you, did you see where that landed? Did you see me throw that split finger fast? That guy missed that by four feet. Did you see that? That was awesome. <laughs> I just, the, the, that's the, that's the interesting. The, I, I, I,
1: like, I like the magic part of that, where magic, the way he played the game, the smile on his face, and then he went out there and sliced and diced you. But there's, there's something to that.
0: Let's try a quick phone call here. Let's go to uh, Walnut and Lee. Lee, you're on with Travis and Sliwa. Well, what's up, Lee? Hey, what's going on, guys? Um, I know baseball's been in a decline. Uh, you know, a lot of media said that. But do you think Otani like, – because I, I, I go to the sports center every day to kind of check and see what he's done, if the brothers pitching or hitting. Um, do you think he's kind of re- resurrecting that and kind of saving it? That was my question. Yeah, thanks, Lee. I, I, I don't know. For, first of all, I would, I would push back a little bit on the baseball needs saving. Baseball's healthy. I mean, the economics of baseball are healthy, and everybody says baseball's getting too old, and it's only old white guys that watch it. And, and look, there are a lot of old white guys that watch baseball. Don't get me wrong, but go to a ball game. There's people from all over the place, and, and there's young kids, and there's young people. Going to a baseball game is fun. But to your your larger point, Lee, yeah. He's – anytime somebody says to you, Al, do you want to see something you've never seen before? The answer is always yes. <laughs> yeah, what do you got? Well, I got this dude. Well, I, I, who I doesn't think, want to see that?
1: I think the I think the point to take away from that is okay. Baseball could be healthy, right, economically, um, but is it just in a? Uh, is it just maybe stall is the right word? Like it's just stalling. Like it's not. You don't feel like it's growing. You don't feel like if it's a. It, it needs to. If it's just a home that's been sitting there, it needs kind of, okay, renovate. how can we rejuvenate? Yeah, renovate it, something along those lines. NFL, I feel like it's picking up people every single year. NBA, probably more of the growth is coming globally, right? Like there's different parts of the world that are being more and more attracted to – it's becoming more of a global game. Baseball needs something like this. It could be fine. It could be healthy. It could have all the people that you're talking – but is the sport actually growing? Is it? Is it grabbing people – Different um, uh, different parts of the country or different parts of the world or different ethnicities that are kind of, uh, I guess you could say, being attracted more. I'm, I'm more attracted to baseball today than I was last season. Maybe a lot of that does have to do with Otani. Maybe it's a different storyline. So uh, I think it's a fair point to make that he's helping grow the sport. He's not, he's not the foundation of the sport, but he can help grow it.
0: All right, that's your Straight Talk Wireless. No contract, no compromise. Slee, yesterday was the 25th anniversary of How one about of the that? greatest moments in Laker history. We'll tell you what it is next. That's coming up. It's Travis and Slee, 710 ESPN. So... Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Are you, are you the mountain of Parmesan cheese guy, Al? Is that your deal? Why
1: don't you guys leave the cheese here? Leave the grater here, too.
0: <laughs> Can you go back to the wheel and break me off a larger wedge so I uh, have enough parm to get through the rest of this meal? If just they put, say one know, and you never say one, you just you just keeps going, keeps going. It just keeps going, Trev. I,
1: I just actually it put the block of cheese on top of the pasta. Just put the whole <laughs> put the whole thing just right on top of there.
0: Yeah, why not? Why not? That's good. What did so what was the entree? You said you ate a lot of bread, but what was the main course?
1: Um they I, I do this sometimes. I'll say what do you guys think? Right? Like is there a recommendation that you have? I, I like I'll, that, by the way. That's a good I'll, that's
0: a strong play. I like it. I'll that.
1: get their recommend uh, recommendation. They had some they had some um, they had some dish. It had their Italian sausage plus their um, like their meatballs, but kind of more smaller kind of meatballs. Basically, a mix of all these meats that you could think of under pasta. I mean, like you can't go wrong with that.
0: It, it's no, no, that sounds pretty good.
1: You know, it was I good. Mean, it's just we, and then red, I'm de-
0: we did a little red sauce on that, or we just do a little olive oil. What do we do? Red sauce.
1: Um, okay. And then you or have as, the... As Chris
0: calls it, the gravy. It's the gravy. You got to get the, the
1: gravy, gravy. bread yeah. sauce. But here's the thing. There was calamari before that. There was another plate sure. that had some bread and ham and a couple other items. I pretended like uh, Caesar salad was going to be part of the mix. Maybe three, four bites. Let's get the bread going again. Like, it was just not good. I, I, I feel like you and I have
0: become closer in the last
1: three minutes. I,
0: I feel like you and I are starting to
1: here's understand each other a little bit better.
0: This is exciting here's, to me.
1: Here's the difference. You walk away with...
0: <laughs> exactly, so many activities <laughs> um
1: we uh the difference is is you walk away feeling good about yourself. I walk away like what are you, al what are you doing? what is it what are you trying to do this, <laughs> this is embarrassing this is embarrassing you're on radio
0: there, here's, here's people are going to hear
1: you this is
0: this is me i'm a little bit older than you yeah. um just muscle through that. Just keep going. You, you'll, you you I love you'll, Muscle you'll, through you'll, the negativity. <laughs> just eventually the self loathing will turn into, I can eat that. <laughs> you'll, you'll, you'll get there. I'm proud of you. Good job. No, I'll be fine. I'll be fine. <laughs> Travis and Slee is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. And don't forget so here's what's coming up Ask Slee is coming up next segment. And we're going to use Ask Slee to give away a pair of sweet passes to the game coming up this weekend, LAFC versus Real Salt Lake. That is on Saturday, uh, July 17th at Paca California Stadium at 730. And you're going to want to call in with your Ask Slee, 877-710-ESPN. We're doing that next segment, and you can give us the best Ask Slee, and uh, we'll pick a winner. Um, you need to get to hang out with me and Slee and Emily and all the crew. Uh, we're going to be at the uh, the game with you guys in the suite, and it should be awesome and, we uh, did so uh, have, this i'm excited this
1: this fantastic trip. we did on Friday coming off the eve of the spelling bee they had to we took callers and they had to spell okay. you know certain last names I think we had uh Sasha on there, viachik right you had to spell oh, yes. that, I missed that. Um, we did what are some of the other couple names Ante no we didn 't do did that because we thought it'd be too hard. I think we did. I can't remember Emily off the top of my head. I don't think we did Medvedenko, but we we did a couple of these like tougher we ones to spell. Ben
0: Rothenberger.
1: Oh, we did oh, uh, a Weird E in it. Oh no, I, yep. no, I
0: asked you, Ben Rothenberger. I don't think they answered Ben Rothenberger themselves. Schreuder. Oh no, we did uh, Schruder. Uh, Yannick Ngakwe. Yep.
1: That's right. Oh, that's yeah. another one. No chance. Okay, there. so here, here's the great did thing. Did they have
0: to have. get the umlaut in Schroeder, The little the little dots over the O. Of like course saying. they did. I just wanted yeah. to say
1: umlaut. That's all I really wanted to do. Trab hundred hundred percent whatever our winners were on Friday. Hundred percent, they cheated. Like, I just want their, I just want their honesty coming up on Saturday. I had people tweeting me like, "Al, do you really think they knew how to spell that? Or do you think they cheated?" I'm like, "No, they hundred percent cheated. It was like That's a crazy. ten second thing. They were buying time." And, anyways, they're coming with us on Saturday.
0: Believe it or not, twenty five yeah. years ago on Sunday, yesterday was the day that the Lakers signed Kobe Bryant. Twenty five years mm. ago, isn't that hard to believe that that because Kobe was so much a part of this city and so much a part of the sports fabric of this city really from the moment that he showed up because mm-hmm. they, you, you know you got to go back to when Kobe was selected out of high school that was still pretty unusual it wasn't something that had become totally mainstream it was still a bit of a of a, of a gamble
1: and when Charlotte picked a big him gamble well, we, we, we never we never talk about players that got selected from high school it just never panned out never made it Rob- you know we're, we're out of the league in how many years happened and it happened a lot. It wasn't
0: sure. unprecedented, but to to have been a high school player to go to the and, and keep in mind this is one of the things that I find most interesting about Kobe. Yep. is he was well aware of his genius before anyone else was. He was he knew he was different than every other player long before we had come around to see it his way. Remember, it was, dude. You got to pass the ball, dude. You can't take that shot, dude. You got to assimilate into the NBA. You have to make sure that your teammates like you. You have to make sure that you know you're, you're, that Shaq is buying into what you're doing. All of these things, and, and it was like, no, bro, watch this. And we didn't understand it until he'd been in the league a handful of years, and it's like, ooh, he was right. He is different than everybody else. He was so far ahead of everybody else. It's it, in
1: retrospect, it's it's kind of amazing to look at. We we get stuck in Kobe – we get stuck in those years where they're winning championships, the Kobe and Shaq days, and then we get stuck in the era of him winning, you know, two championships with Paul Gasol. I mm-hmm. encourage Laker fans, go YouTube Kobe in his rookie year. You know, we're talking about it was 25 years ago. When he just checks in the fans like, oh, that's our guy, right? Like, yeah. there's a young kid coming out of high school. Lakers traded for him. You know, obviously gave up Vlade Divac. Go look at Chick Hearn having a conversation with Kobe Bryant his rookie year. like It's it it's really, really cool to see Kobe back in the days. Um, you know, I, I always say this, one of my favorite moments of Kobe in his career, that first playoff series against the Utah Jazz and had the you-know-what to say, nobody else wants to take it, Eddie, I'll you don't do want it. to take the shot, I'll take the <laughs> shot. Misses it, I'll take it again, I'll take it again. It's like that, that's so uncommon in sports where somebody that young 25 years ago kind of takes you back to those times.
0: He was different than everyone else when it came when it came to self confidence and understanding what he was capable. I remember the the All Star game right where he waved off Carl Malone like, "Dude, get out of my way! I got this. Watch this!" And everybody's like, "Kid, pump the brakes. You understand that's Carl Malone. He's going to the Hall of Fame. You need to chill out."
1: goes like, oh, "Yeah, I know. No, I know that. I know what that is.
0: We, we, we were wrong. He was right." We were wrong. He was right when it comes to that. Just, uh, just an extraordinary player, and uh, we'll we'll talk more about that because uh, twenty five years ago, Kobe signed with the Lakers. We got more of that coming up. But you got a chance to go to the suite with us on Saturday night to see LAFC and Real Salt Lake. And on top of that, it's Ask Slee. Make the calls 710 ESPN. You can still send the tweets. Hashtag them Ask Slee. That's coming up next. It's Travis and Slee on seven ten ESPN. Everything right there was true, but one thing was left out. It is travis rogers favorite segment on the station it is the favorite segment on our show ask lee look forward to it every single time don't forget today we're doing it a little bit different we've got giveaways we're going to give away a pair of sweet passes to go watch lafc and real salt lake on saturday night and you can hang out with me and Slee as well we're going to be there let's start right here Ooh, this could be a winner right out of the game okay. what do you francis got? in glendale is going first francis what's your ask Slee for today hey party people uh, I have two of them. The first one is from freshman through senior year at US- UTSB. I'm an extra hole to trap punch in his baseball belt. <laughs> and the second one is why does Bucks coach Mike Budenholzer always look like he just fell for another Ponzi scheme? I think your answer is out there. Thank you. Thank you, uh,
1: Francis, Francis. It's uh look. It's a good question. The uh, the Ponzi scheme that he's referring to, it's like the pyramid, right? Like, you know, you got that guy, and he was— All you got to do is find two more guys, and you make your yeah. money back. Just two. Can't you see Bullenhoser being in one of those, just kind of those conversations like, no, I think we could do this. So wait a minute. So if I come in, all I got to do is get Middleton, Holiday, and Giannis in on this, and then I could also reap the benefits of, of this timeshare? Yeah. <laughs>
0: exactly. I I feel like that happens regularly with Coach Bud. I think that that's something that he probably struggles with. <laughs> I don't
1: think Francis even had a question. I just think there were those were more.
0: Well, you didn't answer the first question. That actually. Well, I didn't even hear the first one. What so was the, the, first the first one? The first question was during my tenure at UCSB. Yeah. How many additional holes did I have to punch in my belt between my freshman and <laughs> sophomore and senior year? <laughs> so there's there. <laughs> I can see you
1: by, listen, by the time you get to your senior year. We're doing no belt. <laughs> I don't need a belt. I don't need a belt. No belt. And I'm, wish, <laughs> and I'm. And I'm, I'm unbuttoning. I'm always zipping up. That's it. Nothing else. <laughs> The answer to the question,
0: Francis, was we would get a new belt every year so I didn't have to punch a hole in the old one. So there. So uh make sure that he doesn't win, Al, because I don't like that question though. No, that's that's good stuff. All right, let's go to uh a next one. Let's go to Glendale again. How about this? We're we're blowing up in Glendale, Al. Ralph in Glendale. Ralph, you're on Ask Slee. What's up? Hello guys, how you doing?
1: All right. Good man. Thanks, Ralph.
0: Anyway Anyways, um, when when LeBron was first uh, going to sign that contract with the Lakers or whatever team, um, it was kind of uh, rumored that he had hopes of someday playing with Bronny in yep. a pro game. Does uh, the mathematics work with us, with our contract with him? Is Bronny close to graduating from high school?
1: Um, so I think he had to go. Ralph, stay on hold here for a quick second. I think he had to go. If I'm right on this, Trev, didn't he have to go five years with the Lakers in order for that to match up? Yes. And he's three years into his contract. Signed that two-year extension, so technically, yes, that can happen. The question is going to come to Travis, Bronny, good enough to play in the NBA? I, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not watching Bronny. I, guess, I have no yeah, idea what's know. going on there. Yeah, no idea what's going on there. What do you think, Ralph, coming in?
0: Eh, I don't know. Let's keep moving. We'll, keep we'll moving. We'll, we'll, Let's we'll, keep going. We'll, hopefully we do. Uh, keep in mind, the, the, the better ones are, is Mike are going to fall for a Ponzi scheme? That's what we're looking for here. Let's go to uh, Los Angeles and Antonio. Antonio, you are on Asks Lee. What's up, Antonio? Hey, guys. How are you? Antonio from Los Angeles. Uh, okay. So I have a record of chugging a 12-ounce beer in about 4.55 seconds. Question is, on Saturday... When I'm there, because I'm going to win tonight, today, this morning, uh, when I'm there, are you willing, and also, Trav, are you guys willing to do a beer drinking contest for a 12-ounce beer versus me, the king? I'm 100% in on that. Yes, Antonio. Al, what do you think?
1: Antonio, we'll see you on Saturday, bro. <laughs> we'll see you on Saturday.
0: There you go. Stay on the line, Antonio. You didn't even have to. All you had to do was challenge us to a drinking contest, and apparently that uh, – that was good enough to get it done. Can you? First can of all, wait. Let me let me just say this.
1: Al? Let me just say this. I don't know the last time. I think we've even talked about this. Didn't we, we talk did. about like yeah. the last time that we chugged down a beer? Mm-hmm. So it's going to get messy. It's not going to be pretty, but eh, we're up for it. We, I get to just chug a beer at an LAFC game. That sounds in a suite. Yeah, that sounds like a pretty good, uh, pretty good scenario right Twi- there.
0: Twist my arm. My
1: By the way, down. I love how Antonio came in. Like, since I'm going to be there on Saturday. <laughs> with you clowns uh let's go ahead and have a beer at chugging Contest. okay bring him in he confidence
0: in. is very very appealing yeah you knew this guy was going to come in love it love it love it Manuel in Gardena Manuel you are on Ask Slee what's up Manuel all right first real quick Travis the Southie and Bobbert Kraft are keepers all right all right <laughs> if there's no way around being maimed all right Slee Would you rather go JPP 7.5 and lose it in a firecracker incident or go Munson slash Duff the Cake Boss and lose those two and a half digits in a bowling return accident? I mean, either way, you're a dope. But which one is it? I want to ask
1: Sliwa. All right, thank you, Manuel. All right, so, Trev, fill me in here. The last so, one that he said.
0: Wh- what he's asking is, you know, Jason Pierre-Paul blew off some fingers in a fireworks. Oh, mistake. yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. And
0: then the other one is he's talking about Roy Munson from Kingpin who lost his hand in a bo- that's right. when the bowling ball comes that's out. Right. He was, if you have to lose fingers, you have to <laughs> blow them off with fireworks or have them torn off in a bowling alley return. That's Those are your two picks.
1: Uh, I'm going the, the fingers got to go. Fingers got to go. I got to keep the arm here. gotta keep the arm here (laughs)
0: so you're going jpp
1: yeah going jpp
0: i think that's the right answer i think that the because look that is you light it boom oh my gosh my fingers are gone as opposed to it's slowly grinding your hand down through the bowling thing that's uh i think that's the right answer that was a good one um and well let's try another one here let's go to compton and ron ron you are on ask Slee. what's up
1: hey sweet what's going on ron Hey, question. Okay. A role for you. Would you be interested in being the new Get Smart? Maxwell Smart? Just
0: wondering. Hashtag Asks Lee. I right,
1: appreciate you calling in. Would I be interested.
0: Do you know in- Get Smart, Al? Do you know that show?
1: This is something I want to say. Michael brought up a while back.
0: I'm not surprised. I'm sure he did because that that is right in Michael's wheelhouse. That is a campy sitcom from the 1960s. So that is a that is the sweet spot for Michael Thompson. <laughs> it was it was Don Adams played um, Maxwell Smart, who was like mm-hmm. a bumbling secret agent. It was re, it was um, rebooted with Steve Carell in a movie. Oh as, yeah, that's right. Maxwell Carell did do Smart. that. Mm-hmm. So will will version three of Get Smart feature Alan Salewa?
1: I don't think so, Trav. I just don't have the background on it. I got to leave it to somebody that knows more about the sitcom than I do. So I'm just saying, no go, no go for me.
0: All right. So no. There, there, so now we need to pick winners. You have uh, you have your choice. You have Francis. You have Antonio. And you have Manuel. Those, I, I think, are the three best options right there. All
1: right, listen, if Manuel uh, is available, got to get Manuel in the house. Okay. The guy's been listening to us since we started doing this. Obviously a fan of the show. So if Manuel, if he can make it. And then, of course, uh, Antonio, we already made the decision that Antonio's coming. There you There's go. There's our An- two right there.
0: <laughs> Antonio and Manuel are our winners. So there you go. That's, uh, that's a good way. But here, here's the good news. We're giving yeah. away tickets all week long so we have mm-hmm. more tickets to give away so make sure that uh, if you didn't win and francis i feel like maybe you got uh, job there a little bit so we're gonna see what uh, we'll do astley again coming up on wednesday we'll take care of francis Lee don't worry Fra- francis Friday.
1: is a uh, uh, consistent here we'll take care of him
0: but it's your, it's, it's your segment you get to decide you get to pick and that's how it goes